When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckon he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Who do you want? Uh, Answer me on the other side of the break. You can have Max King or Luke Jackson. Who are you taking? Mm. Answer after this. <laughs> Josh, back to our calls in a moment. Well, you've just, your interest has been piqued by something that Kel Toomey. Yes, Kel Toomey's. Re- not uh, Toomey, it's a silent W. To me. Toomey. To you me. beautiful surname. A beautiful surname. Beautiful surname. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Kel Toomey <laughs> on Twitter. Adelaide offered three first-round picks for the number one pick last year to get Jason Horn Francis. So Adelaide could have had Horn Francis and given these for players three two first-rounders. Okay, yep, go on. With said first-rounders, yep. because the deal fell over or North didn't accept it, the Crows have ended up using the picks on Josh Rochelle, okay. uh number six pick last year, yep. Jordan Dawson, mm-hmm. and Isaac Rankin. Jordan, okay, there you go. Dawson, <clears throat> yeah. Rochelle, and Rankin. You wouldn't trade those three for Horn Francis right no, here, no, right now. No, just as a pure sort of exercise. You wouldn't have traded no, those three last year. No, no chance. No chance. No, you'd rather have those three. No, no knock on the kid, no. but you'd rather have those Under three any circumstance. on your list than the kid mm. any day of the week. Who would you take? Jackson or M. King? Max King. Yep. With, 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 and I can say that with. A level of confidence. And I can also say that knowing people who listen to the show a lot know that I – there aren't many bigger Luke Jackson uh, supporters No, you're a huge me. fan. No, no, no. It's not a knock said on Luke Jackson. 12 mil. It's, you did. It's not a knock. Not to, to say you like Mac, you take Max King ahead of Luke Jackson, and I appreciate our caller before getting quite upset about uh, the assessment of Luke Jackson – you're measuring him against the finest young key position talent in the country. Max King. When you do that. Will get okay. his goal kicking issues sorted out. Yep. yep. He will, because he's a level headed young man, and with repetition and comfort of kicking in front of people and comfort of missing three in a row and not missing the fourth, he will be a he will be a sixty pluser most most years. Ron's in Box Hill uh, has jumped on the line. Where, where do you want to take the conversation, Ron? Hello, Ron. Rockin'. Rockin' Ronnie out there in bustling Box Hill. What do you got for us? It's Rob. Rob. Well, it said Ron on the thing. Hey, Rob, Rob from Box Hill. Hello. Hello, Hello. Robbie. Thought you were after Ron. Well, Hello. Ron, we did nah. have Ron on the screen. His uh, brother Rob will do. But are you, are you Rob from Box Hill? Yeah, mate. Well, yeah. I, uh, give us I a bit of a chop out. up on the Jackson... Uh, I wanted to pick you up on the Jackson assessment as well. Go on. Um, I, we just threw Sam Walsh in there as a blue blood and sort of not up to that sort of level. But no. the thing about Jackson is he's 
he's a unique commodity. There's plenty of Sam Walshers that'll come through drafts, the hard-working, hard-running, elite future captain material. There's going to be several in every draft unless he does something incredibly unique with the footy, mm. which he doesn't really do, but he's mm. a great player. Mm. Uh, the equivalent unique commodity of a of a Jackson would be a really unique midfielder, whether that's a Judd or a, a something something unique. Mm. But Jackson's there's not many Luke Jacksons that get around, and he's played probably, in my opinion, the best 50 games of a young ruckman, and that's included a rising star. Not many ruckmen win their rising star because they're not really, they're not supposed to be that good that young. They're not even getting they're a game. Well, Nick Natnui says hello, but it could go. Yep. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. In his first 50, so, uh, Natnui's first 50. Final. He's done it all, and uh, he, he should be getting fetching a lot more than what he got today, oh. and a lot more than the equivalent deals happening, like the Taranto deal and this sort of thing. So we on that, hey, Rob, we agree, we, you, we agree with everything. You've missed my point. It was my point about Sam Walsh v. Luke Jackson, and, and I think you've slightly missed my point. My point is, is simply this. With a player like Sam Walsh, and j- just use him as an example because he's about Vimo's level um, and bankable kid that's come out of the draft in, in many years, you know what you're going to get from him. And it's going to be 250 games at a very consistent level. Now, what I said about Luke Jackson, th- there's no guarantee that Luke Jackson is going to be as good a player as Sam Walsh over the over the guts of his career. But if he he could he could give Sam Walsh Winburn on the way past. Yeah, and that's what if the, he gets to where some people think he can get to. That's what this time of the year is all of about. Of course it is. The predictive nature of what a player will become. Let's not uh, Rob Let's not sell Sam Walsh short. There are not four or five Sam Walshers coming through every draft. Let's just not, definitely not get it twisted. No, I'm glad I'm, I didn't want to say that, but well, I'm glad you, you nearly did. tipped over your, off your chair. No, but I didn't. No, no, no. For good reason, no. because Sam Walsh, I would probably take Sam Walsh over Luke Jackson, probably because I am getting. Well, that does surprise me. I am getting. Well, I know. Barring long-term injuries and multiple, not I can cop one t- long-term injury over twelve years because I'm getting eleven years of good footy. <laughs> yes. Barring three or four long-term injuries, I am going to get Sam Walsh, borderline or all Australian, probably yeah. half of those years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I would take that over Jackson and what he might be because the only, the only, the only nitpicky nitpickiness I can find with Jackson. Is the Ruckman are enormous, and he's—I don't know if he stands two hundred centimeters tall. No, well, he's—he's he's even more mouth-watering and alluring than just as a Ruckman. It's what he does, anyway. So, so we know it. We—we're—it's we're, good. He's one ninety-nine. Oh, there, there you go. go. There you go. Uh, Pete's in Gladstone Park. Peter, before you get and to I the told news, told you not to believe those heights. <laughs> Welcome, Pete. Fremantle, the new Adrian Dodoro of the draft, mate. If you have a look at their recent history, they pay 13, pick 13 and a future first round for Luke Jackson. That's a joke. Then they held out when uh, Lockie Weller wanted to go back to the Gold Coast and finishing up they, uh, with pick two, which mm. they got Brayshaw with. They need to be sorted out, mate. <laughs> well, I think you're giving them a pat on the back, aren't you? I think so. No, you... well, 
Aren't you giving one him a pat on the back? In one way, yes. Well, in one way, in one way, I am. But surely Melbourne could have held out and got West Coast involved in this deal. They yeah. had picked two. It did seem that that well, there was you know, if you believe some of the speculation, pick two was never going to be part of it, and. Um, Fremantle's clearly been discussing, you know, life after Melbourne with Luke Jackson and his people for a long time. Um, and maybe West Coast never really got in. Maybe they never got yeah. in. No, I think West Coast have decided to, like St Kilda, acquire some, as much top-end talent as they can. So they're going to split two for, what is it, eight and well, 12? You, if, you if, told Mark, me that if Mark McGowan's tweet's right. Two for eight and 12, and okay. I like it because, okay. yeah, you could get picked two and get an elite young kid, but why not try and get two? Yeah, why not? Uh, we're here for Robot Building Supplies. Robot's got it in Berwick BMW, magnificent crew down there. They've got pre-loved vehicles all over the place uh, right now for immediate delivery. So if you're in the market, get down to Neil Phillips and his team and... Have a look. Nice work, Stunnicott. Uh, just looking at the release of the West Coast Eagles Pride Jumper for the AFLW round, Pride round that's coming up this weekend. Magnificent jumper the Eagles have put out. That is absolutely superb. Go and have a look at that. It's 10 out of 10 for what it's worth, Joshua. I'm sure it is. For what uh, it's uh, worth. Andrew. Craig's on the road. Uh, good afternoon to you, Craig. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, g'day, boys. I just um, thought I'd you talking about Luke Jackson and... Um, Maxing, I thought I'd ring up and give an unbiased view as a Geelong supporter, um, which I think the Melbourne side that rang up might have his blinkers on. Uh, I'd be picking Max King every day of the week. Luke Jackson's a good footballer, but this Max King, like JJ said, if he can sort out his kicking yips, he could win the Coleman for the next 10 years in a row. Mm. He's, um, yeah. I, I, I like it. He, he, probably, he probably won't win 10 in a row, Craig, but I, I, I like what you're saying. He, uh, Max King can, what I... What makes players unicorns or unique is having unicorns. a skill. Have a listen to Having you. a skill <laughs> that no one else. Oh, do you want to roll through the other 17 um, jumpers? Unicorns. What makes. So, yeah, there you go. What makes. Yes. What makes a, a player rare is having a skill that others just cannot possess and cannot stop. He can jump up. Mm. And grab the ball out of the sky at a point that almost every other uh, defender can't reach. They no, just can't reach. No, no, I agree. He and his mo- his mobility f- and and a, a capacity to um, get the footy below his mm. knees for and a man of I his even, size is a joke. And I would probably take his brother first before him. Well, I thought you have said that in the past. That's how good yeah. he is. Yeah. Oh. For the sake of the extended conversation, I wouldn't, mm. but but I appreciate the fact that you would. Um, it's and it isn't, this is the great thing about footy. No, we had the caller earlier. No, nah. you or I or anyone who's rung up yet has been right or wrong. No, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. Brad's in Greenvale has jumped on the line. Uh, good afternoon to you, mate. How are you, fellas? Very well, thank you. Uh just in regards to King and Jackson, I just think with the direction the game's going in, uh, there's so much value placed on a utility player compared to Max King, who I'd see as more of an authentic forward with less versatility than Jackson. So, you know, I, I'd say in that case, Jackson's got my vote. Jack, okay, right. Eh? There you go. So you see, you take the extra strings to the bow. The thing about Max King, mm. he, he you could, and, you, and they have, you can use him in the ruck if you need to. You can throw him in there, but 
Do you have a view about absolute thoroughbred key forwards and having them run around on the ball from time to time? Uh, Do you have just a general kind of blanket (laughs) philosophy about this sort of stuff? (laughs) Uh, No, not really. Okay. No, no, no. I know where you – I know what you're alluding to, Mm. but I I don't necessarily subscribe to that. And because when's the last time you saw a – when's the last time you saw a – a ruckman who's not a full-time ruckman get injured in the ruck. Um, well, a couple of these. Uh, sorry, a ruckman who's not a full-time ruckman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd need to. I don't know. I'd need to. That's a good question. And there probably is a couple, but that. but not a lot. The yeah. the upside of uh, not being strapped to the forward fifty and waiting for opportunities being starved yeah. is uh, outweighs. So the ability to go and get the ball and be involved in the game and feel good about yourself outweighs the risk of getting injured. Yeah, no, I take that on board. I, I just, but I know you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, of course. Hey, just before we get to Andrew, uh, we were talking about Matt Crouch on Friday. Um, AFL.com.au oh. are quoting. He's on the move. Uh, I'll be quoting Damien Barrett again from AFL uh, Continental Tires AFL Trade Radio, and of course our trade updates come from. Uh, Somewhere else. Uh, Crows list manager Justin Reid says Matt Crouch will be at Adelaide next year. Oh. Crouch, 27, played up, But it's what I think we've been pretty consistent leading into the trade period. Uh, yeah, he's spoken to the boys on Trade Radio. So your man, Matt Crouch, will be at Adelaide next year as we sit here now at uh, 4.42 on Monday, the 10th day of October. Everything's well, subject go. to change. Mm. Andrew's in Thomastown. Good afternoon to you, mate. Afternoon, Jens. Look, just a bit of a change tactic. A bit. Look, the Blues don't need anyone else they can kick behind, so I don't want either of them. But anyway, just a pox to my club, Carlton. I hate when anyone wears navy blue and puts on the, the, the bloody Don sash. Let Citizen walk to the preseason draft. Let the Bombers pay for him. <laughs> Screw him. <laughs> I, think, I think Carlton have sort of done the right thing. I mean, he's, it's clearly an area where they have depth in that part of the ground. And um, Will Setterfield is an inside midfielder who has been asked to play behind the footy and off a wing and areas that, you know, probably just don't suit him. So he's now in the sweetest spot from a maturity perspective that his AFL career is going to experience. So let him um, prove his worth in the position he's best suited at. And if it can't be a Carlton, it should be somewhere else. Carlton. Well, that's exactly right. didn't necessarily need uh, what he was – No. Need him at his best position. No, that's right. Um, thanks for your call, Andrew. Tony's in queue at 17 minutes to five. Good afternoon to you, Tony. Thanks for taking the call. Just a quick one on Jaden Hunt. Mm. Um, as you know, he's been uh, he's going to West Coast. Uh, he's been around the AFL system for quite a while through the Demons. And with your rich knowledge of football, boys, I'm just thinking... Uh, where do you see Jaden Hunt playing his best football as West Coast, at West Coast? Uh, roughly how much do you think he'd be getting paid by the Eagles? And then after you've answered that question, I've got to comment on the AFLW Melbourne team. Oh, okay. Gee. Uh, uh, he'll play halfback. He'll add some run and dash because West Coast need a bit. Absolutely. They play a, a methodical style mm. and it won them a premiership, so let's not be too critical of it. But they need some some uh, dash and some boldness and brashness in their game. Yep, no As idea to how he's much he's getting. Don't, no I don't idea. know. No don't, idea. Don't know. Don't care to be honest. Yeah, no. But he's he'll be he's a he's a much needed type of player 
for them at the moment. Tony, what did you want to say about Daisy Pearce and her mob? Well, I don't know if you saw the game that they played uh, yesterday against Footscray. Outstanding. Did you you have a chance to see Uh, it? Outstanding. I was going to just say, that would be the purest and the most entertaining and most brilliant um, AFLW team that I've seen go around. I know that Adelaide have won premierships and so on, but the way that the Melbourne girls moved the ball, their dash and dare, pinpoint accuracy, I just thought it was absolutely fantastic viewing and all credit to those girls and all credit to the Melbourne coaching staff for what they what they have created and developed. Here, here, Tony. It's theirs, I reckon, to lose this year. They're, they're cherry ripe. And it's great to see Taylor Harris. She's been a lightning rod for, you know, commentary for a long time, ever since the AFLW started, for, you know, for a whole lot of reasons. She has found her place at Melbourne. She's back where it all started when she was that 16-year-old playing those exhibition games when mm-hmm. it was Footscray and the Western Bulldogs in Melbourne playing. She looks like a content individual. She's playing really good footy at Melbourne, and she's an icing on the cake type play for that footy team. Tony, your observations are bang on. It's a quarter to five.